Welcome, I'm Mary Frances. And I'm Jenna. And, and together, together, we are Insanely Relative. Relative. Happy March 31st, everybody. Uh, wishing all of our listeners a happy Passover and Easter. Uh, today's podcast is going to be all about hacks and how you can use other things around your house if you don't have a certain product. So today's quote is, it is not resources, but resourcefulness that ultimately makes the difference. Good one. I like that. I thought that was fitting. Yes, very. So you're probably like, okay, where do you guys come up with this stuff, right? <laughs> so um, I guess the things we, we do. Yeah, well, yeah. So last week, Jenna called me and she's like, oh my gosh, Aunt Mary Francis, Connor, I think he has um, poison ivy, but I don't have anything to put on it. And I said, well, do you have baking soda? And she's like, yeah. I said, get baking soda, mix a little bit of water, make a paste and put it on it. As long as the poison ivy's not oozing and it's just the beginning rash, it should help dry it up and get rid of the itch. And? And I guess it did because he hasn't complained about it. (laughs) So... Those are the kinds of things we're going to talk about today because there's things that you probably don't even realize that you can use and you already have them in the house. So we want you to make a list. There are four things that we think you should definitely have in your house. One is baking soda. So you might have to go to the discount warehouse and get the biggest one you can get because you're going to see how many things you can do with this. So baking soda, white vinegar, And cornstarch are the three main and Mm -hmm. Dawn dish soap. And Dawn dish soap and then Listerine if that's an extra. Right. So baking soda. So not only do we know that it can be used on poison Mm -hmm. ivy, it also helps us with bug bites. Mm -hmm. When uh, my Matthew, we were at the beach when he was little and all of a sudden something must have stung him and I had no idea what it was or what happened. Mm His leg was swollen. It was really hot because it, you know, was so inflamed. And I happened to have baking soda at the rental house. Yeah. Because I always bring that kind of stuff with me. <clears throat> and um, I just put a paste of that on there and it actually took the heat out of that leg. Wow. And he wasn't complaining then of it being itchy or anything. So it really does help. Now that you say that, I think maybe it was you I called. Connor got stung by a wasp on his ear mm. when he was little, like three, two. And he was screaming. And I I made a mixture of baking soda and put it on his ear. Yeah. Because it, it, it looked so uncomfortable. It really is. It's like magic. So um, another thing I know my dad used to always do was um, he would use baking soda for acid indigestion mm-hmm. and it actually says it right on the box yeah it tells you how to do it as an antacid so you don't have to go out and buy anything special mm-hmm. as long as you have baking soda right. in the house so it's good for that um you can actually soak your feet in it mm-hmm. um, especially if like your kids are prone to like any athlete's foot right it'll help dry it up um what was the other one that i thought was really interesting like these are things that i've done um, even mouth ulcers, you know, when you get like an yes. ulcer in your mouth, now it will hurt. It's when you first put it on. Yeah. When you first put it on, but it neutralizes the acid and actually makes it go away faster. Okay. That we all need that. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that get that. Sometimes. Yeah. <coughs> oh yeah. Right. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, so that was one, another thing that I had found out and I double checked this, um, to make sure it was accurate. But if you have a small grease fire, mm. You can use baking soda. Okay. You can put that on top. If you don't have a lid readily available or whatever, you can put baking soda on it. And you can also use table salt if you have table salt. Okay. 
which I thought was very interesting. Um, A couple things you cannot use baking soda for. It's not recommended on glass. Okay. Because I think it, it just dulls it. Same thing with wood floors, wood furniture, silverware, and stone countertops. Oh. So it's good for everything but those okay. those things. Um, Jenna, what did you... I know you have some hacks, too. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> In case so, you didn't notice, I love baking soda. She's very into the baking soda. <laughs> but it does a lot. It does. I know. And it's always good. We always have it because you bake with it. It's in there. Like, right. I have that. I also put it in the refrigerator. Right. Um, oh, a box yeah. for odors. Right. Or in our... Um, in, like, the you know, laundry area, or if you have pets, like cats that use a litter box, you can put a box behind them. It's really good for odors. Yes. It is. Even for like onion and garlic, if you get that on your hands, you can wash your hands with the baking soda to get the smell out. But Um, I will say, if you put the box behind the litter, or you put it in the bathroom, or you put it in the fridge for odors, to absorb the odors, don't then use that same box of baking soda in your baking. Oh my God, (laughs) Who would do that? I'm just putting it out there. Oh my god, public service announcement. <laughs> Holy cow. Please don't. That would not be good. And it's gonna take on the smell and taste of everything anyway. So you yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. But really. um oh, gross. So, uh, so I have Dawn. Uh dish soap is a verse so versatile. I've used it for so many things. I don't even use Dawn dish soap for my dishes. I use natural stuff. Oh. But um you can bathe animals with it. I don't do that because I'm always concerned about getting it in the eyes. But, but you can um, use it on ducks when they're I know, I know. And it kills fleas and ticks <laughs> because I'm assuming it just like breaks that bond it, they have to the body because of the grease. It mm-hmm. pulls the grease and it probably de, you know, atta- or detaches them. Um, clean your stove, which, yes, I've done this um, because we have a black stovetop. And it makes me crazy because everything (laughs) is visible. And you can use some Dawn, put it on there, and uh, mix it with water and wipe the stove off. And it doesn't even, it doesn't, you know how you'll get like, uh, what's it called? Streaks? Streaks. If you use something else, it doesn't streak. Better, even better if you use like a chamois or something, Mm -hmm. then it really doesn't streak. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's another use for it. Um, clean your shower with it, but I think you mix it with vinegar. No, you actually mix it with vinegar and baking soda. Oh, to clean your shower. And your shower will sparkle. It'll shine. Trust yes. me on that. Yeah, and it won't it won't asphyxiate you while you're using it. Yeah, well, the vinegar is a little tough, but... Well, yeah, Matt hates the smell of vinegar. He always comes in and goes, oh my God, were you cleaning with yeah, vinegar? Mike but doesn't either. It's good, though. I used to... So I, I'll, we'll get to that when we get to vinegar, but um, yes. So... Dawn, you're still If on you Dawn. have insects coming into the house, you can mix it with um, a mixture of Dawn and hydrogen peroxide <laughs> and spray where they're coming in. I know you can do it with vinegar too. Mm-hmm. Uh, for cleaning your driveway, this is a new one. I, I'm not, I don't usually clean my driveway. Yeah, who does? I'm not a driveway cleaner. <laughs> but there are people out there and I'm getting, obviously it, it picks up any kind of oil or anything that's on your driveway. Mm. So that's uh-huh. cool. One thing I do use it for, I actually have a little bottle of Dawn that I keep in my laundry room mm. and I use it to lift stains. So if Connor gets butter or stains on his clothes, I treat it, yep. let it set, and then I wash it and every single time it comes out. Every single time. Yeah. Your um, grandmother used to say that or... Um, shampoo for oily hair. Oh, also. probably very similar. Yeah. Right. But Dawn, I mean, Dawn's just great. Yes. And the other thing too is um, use it on that. 
And oftentimes, if you have like a baby, like when Connor, someone would give me clothes with baby clothes with like little stains on them, mm-hmm. it lifts it. Like Even if it's a formula, in the dryer? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have wow. to let it dry in and set and it'll lift it. Oh, fantastic. Sometimes if it's a really old stain, it won't, but I'm telling you, it gets pretty much everything. Oh, look, poison ivy blisters. So, okay. I was, I had that on my list because you know, I get poison ivy yeah. really, really bad. Um, since I started coming in right after I'm done gardening mm-hmm. and I wash my hands and up my arms with Dawn dish soap okay. because it takes the oil off, off and the oil is what causes the rash. Right. That's um, good. Yeah. So that is a really good one. Yeah. Again, because it lifts the greases, oils. And this one I do all the time too. Stickers and labels. Ugh. So if you shop at Home Goods or TJ Maxx, you know the pain, the struggle, right? They stick... <laughs> The price tag to the wrong, like to the right in the front of whatever it is, yeah. like this the the frame or the soap. If you buy a cute hand soap, it's always on the front where the little where cute the label is. Picture label is. But it takes it off in like seconds if you just use a little bit on a um, wet sponge and rub it in a circle. Perfect. Takes it right off. You can wash a car with it, which I also have done, yep. and it works very nicely Me on too. the car. Very nicely. Uh, you you can use it as an ice pack. Interesting. You put it in a baggie. Uh, if you don't have, you know, a regular ice pack mm-hmm. and you put a little bit in a baggie and then I guess what happens is it freezes, but doesn't freeze. Like it just gets right. mushy, jelly, jelly mm-hmm. like a gel pack. And of course, a multi-purpose cleaner you can use it anywhere. Like we said, the bathroom, the kitchen. Um, oh, you can clean your backsplash with it behind your stove if it's greasy. Yeah, now you want to be careful though. I'm not sure. I mean, it's pretty safe. It's it's very, any kind of dish soap is very um mild mm-hmm. like they even told me to clean my Invisalign with dish soap oh really yeah not not toothpaste because it's abrasive <laughs> make sure you rinse you have them. to make sure you rinse it oh though because God. you don't want to taste that all day yeah. uh no, so there's so many things you can do uh clean hinge grease off a hinge right any grease any grease related things yeah uh tools old tools mm-hmm. uh remove paint off your hands I've done that not oil paint latex paint and you know how you get oil paint off Paint thinner? Well, that, but if you don't have it, nail polish remover. Oh, nail polish remover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Just don't spill that anywhere. Aren't we just a wealth of information I know. today? Oh, apparently you can unclog your toilet. Okay. With, with Dawn. Dawn? Okay. I don't know because I know that there... Well, half a cup down the toilet and give it a few flushes. Of just Dawn? Just Dawn. Okay. See, I've never used that. I've never used that. So it probably breaks down whatever is stuck in the pipe, right? Like hair or whatever. I guess. You can use it as if you're, it was WD-40. So very similar, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so all those uses for just Dawn. Yeah. You can have it in your house, even if you just, ha- like, I, like I don't, I told you I don't use it on my dishes, but I have it in there, in my laundry room to use for. And I do. I use it on my dishes, so I always have it. Um, and the guys are actually using it now out in the shop instead mm. of that orange soap. Right. Because they get, mm-hmm. their hands are really greasy <clears throat> and the Dawn works really good. Does Even it? if they um, add water to it to mm-hmm. make it last longer, it still works really, really well. So this begs the question, what is it made of? I, I don't know. I mean, it's, because you could use, like, I can try that with my other stuff and mm-hmm. it doesn't do half the stuff, half of it with this stuff. Right, Dawn's much better. It has something else in it, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Oh, you can also mix it with water. I do this. I do do this uh, for your windows, cleaning windows. Okay. Just a little bit, though, or else it'll get way too soapy. Uh, and it makes them really nice and clean. Nice. Now, do you use a paper towel or do you use... I use a chamois, like, okay. a, like a microfiber cloth. Yep. Yeah, like that. 
Well, um, okay, so vinegar is my next mm. one. Vinegar alone can remove ballpoint pen off of a wall. Really? Yeah, so if you have, you know, you accidentally got a pen mark, huh. it will take the pen mark off. And it also has disinfectant properties. Mm-hmm. So what I, like I said, I buy the huge jug and I always have it um, when I bring my produce home from the grocery store. Okay. Put it in a clean it. sink with water and some vinegar and it just helps disinfect your veggies and doesn't taste like anything. No. I do that even with my lettuce when I'm making mm-hmm. a salad. I clean it with the vinegar and water. Obviously your coffee pot, I think everybody mm-hmm. knows that. You can clean your coffee pot and vinegar and water I actually put in a spray bottle and you can use it on your stainless steel. You can use it to clean windows as well. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have a dirty microwave, mm. Yes. This is really good. You take a big measuring cup and you put a cup of water and half a cup of vinegar and you microwave it on high for five minutes and it loosens all the dirt in the microwave okay. and then you can just wipe it really easy. Then I take that water that's left in the measuring mm-hmm. cup and I pour it in my sink and I clean my stainless sink. Oh, there you go. At the same time. Um, you can also do that in the dishwasher. Yes. I think a cup, you put a cup of vinegar right in the dishwasher it is i actually we're going to put some of these on our facebook page because there are some specific measurements yes that you can use and i do have that one um i have the actual measurements somewhere in my notes we'll put it up yeah definitely now another one and i've never tried this but you know how you get those water rings on your furniture yes okay so if you catch it pretty quickly, I believe you can use your hair dryer yes. to get that stain right. off. But according to um, the site I was on, it said vinegar mixed with olive oil, oh. which not only does it make a nice dressing, right. but apparently... <laughs> so you, you can, can eat it and clean and it. And clean with it. <laughs> you can actually get a water ring off. Um, and also, nice. again, baking soda and water is supposed to get those water rings off as well. Um, or the hairdryer on low heat. Yes. I, I just saw that. Isn't that cool? Like, there's so, it is so Like, neat. you do not have to buy a bunch of different no. products. You can use all of this stuff and multitask with and it. And at any given time, you can literally look up online, can I use vinegar for this? And not, yeah. Or, you know, whatever, baking soda. And nine times out of ten, you can. Yeah, I wash my floors with it. So I washed the floors with vinegar and water Yeah. before, you know, when we didn't live here, we lived at the other house, and Mike would come home and be like, oh my gosh, it smells like hoagies in here. Why does it smell like hoagies? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it'll go away. Don't worry. But because of the disinfecting properties, you can also disinfect your wooden cutting boards with oh. vinegar. That's good. And lemon. Okay. Or, not together. Vinegar or lemon. Um, what? You just squeeze a lemon? Like you rub a lemon. Oh, okay. Like on there. And then vinegar too, if you don't, do you have this down? If you don't have laundry, de- or if you don't have softener. No. Um, and you want soft clothes, you can put vinegar in. So it not only does it disinfect it. So I have towels and I bleach my towels, but if they're colored, I don't bleach them because then they start to fade. Right. So I use vinegar. So it disinfects and it also softens. So okay. you don't need, I mean, I still use softener because I love softener, but, right. um, but yeah, for people who don't want to use chemicals and don't want to just, you know, have any yeah. softener, you can use it as a softener and it will not, your clothes will not smell like it at all. I know yeah. people are always concerned about that. Cause I have used it to clean my washer mm. and I've also used yes. it like if the dog, well, now the dog, but when the kids were little, if they, if they peed or had yeah. an accident in bed, yes. I would wash the sheets with vinegar yes. and my laundry detergent and it got the smell out. Mm-hmm. It's good for animal urine too. Like you mm-hmm. said. 
um, or, you know, if they spit up, any of that. It really is a natural neutralizer. It neutralizes. It's like magic. It I'm is. telling you, this stuff and is And we magic. have all this. Well, most people have this usually in their house. The one thing I don't often have is baking soda unless I'm using it for something. But I don't have tons of baking soda. See, I, I think always, I have to have it now. Yeah, I always have it. And then oh, you can also use it in the pool, swimming pool. Oh. So if you have a swimming pool in the summer and your pH level is off, Mm -hmm. um, baking soda will help reduce the pH wow. in your pool. Because again, I, it's an it's an antacid. Right. So it's going to reduce the pH. Because I've used that too instead of buying a chemical. Right. And it, my pool always looks clear. And <laughs> then you don't have all those chemicals too. It's a right. way to avoid having all those chemicals. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So like I, I just am always into more natural mm -hmm. things. And if I can do something more naturally. As am I. Um, yes, I agree. Cornstarch is another good one. Which I never have. Never. That's one I never have. I have to get that. Okay. Yes. You got to get cornstarch because it's really good if you're clipping your dog's nails mm -hmm. and you hit their wick. Which is why I didn't have it. I know. It stops the bleeding. Yes. It really mm -hmm. does help with that. You can also use that for like neutralizing smells too. Okay. But it's safer. So if you have like a musty book, like somebody gives you oh, an old yeah. book and you want to even use it as a decoration, but it stinks. Yeah. You can sprinkle some of the cornstarch on the pages Oh. Leave it for a couple of days and then go back and just wipe it off. And it doesn't seem to hurt the book either. Huh. Um, you can make homemade spray starch because when you oh. buy spray starch, mm -hmm. you can for make... For like ironing? Yeah, I hate yeah. ironing, but yeah. you can do that. I'm with you. You can That's make That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> How to avoid ironing. Yeah. That could be another podcast. Yeah, just throw it back in the dryer with a towel. <laughs> anyway, a wet towel. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is cornstarch is good for, as a silver polish. You make it into oh. a paste... Okay. And you put it on, and then you can polish that off. And if you have, mm. if you know, if you play tennis or you're just your hands are sweaty and you need to shovel something, oh. you can use it. You know, like they do for the gymnastics. For the gymnasts, yeah. I'm guessing that's. Yeah, I don't know. There's might be chalk. I think it's chalk. You can use same thing though. Yeah, you can use it. And if you have like a bunch of knots in a sneaker or something, mm -hmm. and you just can't quite get it, if you put cornstarch on your hands, it helps with your grip better to get those oh. knots out. <laughs> Look at you. You are a plethora of information I today. I am. Um, if you don't have cornstarch, which I learned this recently, last year actually, and you do clip your dog's nail too low, mm -hmm. knees bleeding, you can use flour. Yes. As well. Yep. It, it worked It worked wonders. And the thing about it is, whatever you use, you want to be careful that if they lick it, it doesn't hurt them. So that's right. another reason that these are good. Right. <clears throat> so... Um, Back to poison ivy, there's one thing. Some people, and I've done this, I have tried every single home remedy for poison ivy because right. I had been getting it since I was a little girl. And I know what it looks like, but it seems like the wind just blows and I can get poison That's ivy. That's funny. That's funny because I am the ultra sensitive one and, and I don't, don't get poison ivy. I used to take baths with just like oatmeal and because the oatmeal does help too right i dry it I, up right yeah i usually put it in a blender and i mix it with some water and you can use that as a paste and then it because i get the blisters like it oozes uh, it gets really yeah. bad but the dawn dish soap really does help to have Take, me not get yes. it um the other thing is um do not use bleach on your poison ivy ouch an Why older gentleman told me that <laughs> the one time hand to god he was like mary francis just use some bleach and it'll dry it right up. Well, I I would try anything at that point because I was so uncomfortable. Do not <laughs> use bleach. Does it, it burn? Burn. I anticipate it burns. It not only like made the poison ivy worse, I got like a chemical burn. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! But I just wanted to feel better. I know. You know? Oh my gosh! But that's another, not a good one. Another hack because we're getting into poison ivy season. Oh. is go out and buy yourself unscented ban roll on. Okay. It sounds weird. I'm going to write that down. Unscented ban roll on. And if you start to see that you're getting a little bit of a blister or a little bit of a rash from poison ivy, uh-huh. you can roll it on there and oh. it actually starts to dry it up. That is cool. So you that's something you could carry with you all the time, like in your purse. Or... Yeah. I actually have one at the house and I wrote on it poison ivy. Yeah. Like so that. So no one uses it otherwise. <laughs> No, but it really does work. Oh, that's good to know. These are all really awesome. Yes. Thanks. So I thought that was just something I would share because sometimes I do dumb things. I mean, we all do. It's not just you. Um, So I have some stuff about Listerine. So not only is it a mouthwash, if you use this, we, I actually don't care for the taste of Listerine. I think it's disgusting, but I find that for a mouthwash, it's one of the only ones that keeps your mouth fresh the longest. And it's probably because it's so disgusting. It just like lingers. It also helps with mouth ulcers too. Yes, but it hurts though a little bit at first. Uh, So it helps with cleaning cuts and scrapes. What? Yeah. Um, If you don't have rubbing alcohol or hydrogen peroxide at the moment, you can pour some Listerine on the cut quickly to prevent any infection until you can get the proper antiseptic. Oh, wow. That feels like it would really hurt. Yeah, it does. Temporarily stops itching. Here we go. Another poison ivy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So you... She didn't have any poison ivy medication at home, this, this particular person. So they used Listerine on a piece of cloth and place it where the poison, right where I go, the poison, wait, where I go, poison on and it <laughs> Wait. <laughs> where she had the poison ivy and it slowed down the itching. Jenna's having an I'm off sorry. day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm having a rough day. <laughs> Started at 8.30, this, 8, 7.30 this morning. Yeah. Um, she hasn't recovered. Oh my goodness. It also stops a toothache. Interesting because you wouldn't, I mean, you're, you're putting it in your mouth anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it can help stop any pain that you have in your mouth. Just put some in your mouth and keep it where you are feeling the pain. Hmm. Disinfect your toothbrush. I do this. Okay. I have to say I do this because sometimes, you know, I'm a little bit of a, I'm not one of those people that has to have their food separated on their plate or anything and they can't touch, but I don't particularly care if your toothbrush touches mine. I, I don't care for that at all. Okay. So like if ours are in the cabinet and I, I open it one morning and someone else's toothbrush is touching mine, I have a little bit of a nervous breakdown. You should get those plastic covers. I'm getting my own container, I think. I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> so you can pour this over and disinfect it or you can you know always pour boiling water over it. Um, your toothbrush too. Right. Kills fungus on your foot. So you could soak yeah. your feet in it. I've heard that. Same way as it kills bacteria in your mouth, it also does the same for your feet to prevent fungus from forming. Not sure if you already have fungus, how it works, but I think you can also use it for that. Right. Um, stops infection on blisters. Again, I feel like that would really burn. Sure it would. To put that on. No mm. worse than bleach, but yeah. <laughs> if it pops, you're supposed to pour Listerine on to stop any bacteria from getting in or forming. That would probably Are you sure? hurt. I would check that with a doctor. That would probably hurt. So I don't know that I would re- I would recommend We're that. We're not recommending no. that. Don't pour it on open wounds, no. please. No. So this one is interesting. I didn't know this. It removes ticks. Okay. Which I knew. And Dawn dish soap also. Dawn dish soap, you can, yes. <laughs> Again, there we go with the Dawn dish soap. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, you can put it on. If the tick is tick by pouring some Listerine on it, it will move itself within seconds. Okay. Because I guess it's like, what have you done to me? But if you do get a tick, you can put hand soap or or Dawn Any dish soap. Any kind of soap, right? And it will start to back out the tick 
and then you can pull it out pull with it the out. tweezers. Because um, that season's coming, oh, too. My Especially gosh. with this wind. It's not my they favorite. Blow. They, like, blow in the wind. So the other things, and this I know, too, you can deodorize your bathroom sink. So you know how the drain gets kind of mm-hmm. funky sometimes? Mm-hmm. You can pour it down the drain and deodorize it. You can also clean your toilet each time you flush. Okay, so this could get expensive, you, you know, well, okay, if so you're constantly pouring Listerine down your toilet. Right, so that's where, like I had said before, I found it in my notes. It's one cup of salt, one cup of baking soda, and a half a cup of vinegar for 10 minutes in a clogged drain. And then you pour two liters of hot water down the drain and it should clear it right up. So yes. I believe it's this basic same thing for your toilets. Now I have a question. You talked about um, getting ink off of the wall mm-hmm. with vinegar. Mm-hmm. What about material? Like if you get ink on a shirt or something, does it work in the same way or would you use? I wonder if, because that's porous, I'm not sure if it would work. I know I've it heard... works on hard surfaces. I've never tried it on. I've heard milk. Milk? Yeah, I have to try that. I've never on heard ink. of it on, on fabric. On okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but not to say, I mean, you can try it. It's not going to hurt anything. Yeah. Yeah. So while you're talking about um, Listerine and stuff, uh, dental floss. Oh. So one of the things that I use dental <laughs> floss for, why are you laughing? I just am wondering where this is going. That's all. I use it to cut my cake in half. Oh. So that I can ice the center mm-hmm. and it doesn't cause any crumbs like a knife does. Oh. You just take your dental floss and you start away from you and pull the dental floss towards you and put your cake into two pieces, ice your center, put it back on top, and you're golden. Good so, to go. good, good uh, thing though, unscented dental floss. Dental well, floss, right? I mean, I mean, I use un- unscented, but if you had mint, it, I guess you're it not going to taste it. Here's another way you can actually solve that problem. You just don't make fancy cakes like no, me. Oh, you and then you don't have to wear fancy work. cakes. But what an easy hack to that do. That is it. a very easy And hack. I do do that. I all should the time. try it. I, you've had my cakes. That's why there's yes. big, thick icing in the center. Yes, they're good. Uh, they're very good. <laughs> and also on a baking note, so <clears throat> I don't know of many people. I mean, I have a couple of girlfriends who grew up on farms, so they always have buttermilk in their fridge. Oh, I do not. No. But sometimes there are recipes that call for buttermilk. So in order to make regular milk into buttermilk, mm-hmm. you take one cup of the milk and a tablespoon of vinegar. Really? Poof. You've got buttermilk. That one will be helpful because if you do run into a recipe where you're not storing that in your house, you could yeah. probably always And have I've milk. done that and it works because sometimes cakes call for that. Yes. And I've done that. And another hack is if you say you're in the mood to make cookies and uh-huh. you don't have any soft butter, mm. grate the butter and it great great with a cheese grater and it will soften because you're you're now have it into little grated pieces that is a good idea i would have never thought of that see i would have just melted it down in the microwave and then it comes out all liquidy because i push it too far consistency of your cake because they want softened not right right (laughs) clearly yeah um (laughs) another kitchen hack Mm -hmm. and this is one i do all the time my egg slicer Mm -hmm. i use it to slice strawberries and i use it to slice olives that's that is like my mind is blown right now. Do you know how much I hate cutting olives? You I will, should have called your I aunt. literally love olives. And I always think to myself, oh, I, olives would be so good in this. But I am not standing here and cutting olives with a knife because it's so annoying. They roll all over the place. You're yeah. trying to cutting your fingers. That is a game changer. Egg slicer. Yay. I'm writing it down. You're welcome. Egg slicer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, my next one was salt. 
Oh. So I know years and years ago when I was little, my mom, if I had a sore throat, would always tell me to gargle with uh-huh. salt water. So it's just warm, really warm water and table salt and you gargle with mm-hmm. it and it really does help. It does. Alleviate your sore throat. I guess it has um, antibacterial properties. Probably. And it helps. Yeah. So if you don't have, um, you know, any kind of mouthwash or whatever, right. you can always use salt and water. Um, another thing that I did not know, but I am going to try this year for your garden. It was saying that if you roll your seeds mm-hmm. in salt oh. and then plant them, it should help with slugs and other pests because they don't like salt. Oh. So I'm definitely trying that because also I know I've done this. Uh, ants don't like salt. They don't like borax. Yes. So if you have an ant problem and you can put, I mean, salt would be better to use than... On the counter. Yeah, mm-hmm. than borax, I would think. But um, And I don't always have borax, but I always no. have salt. I never have that. So you can it's do that thing. to help get rid of ants. And um, That's a good one. My mom struggles with ants. I'm going to tell her. And um, the other thing that I started doing last year was salt and hot water um, for my weeds between my bricks. Oh. And it really works. So vinegar does too. Yep. The only issue is... And baking soda does. Everything. I mean, telling you, these things are so versatile. The only thing about vinegar is you really got to be careful not to spray it on your grass. Right. Or on your other plants because it will kill them. And it could discolor it. Yeah. It'll discolor your bricks. bricks. Oh, your reds. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... That is another one. And and I don't iron, mm-hmm. but if your iron gets gunky, oh, you can salt, right. put it on high and then you put your salt on your ironing board and you put the hot iron down on it. Oh. And then you can wipe the gunk off after it cools down a little. That's that's good to know too. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it gets like little white calcification almost yeah, on it. Exactly. Mm. And that will take care of it. Good. I, I have another one that I fell into, actually. This is not something that I've read or anything, but I've been having this struggle with my grout on my floor in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Because where we stand the most, it gets discolored, sure. right? At the, at the stove, not at the sink because I have a rug there, but at the fridge. And it drives me nuts because it's a light grout. Should have thought about that. Yeah. Did you do the darker grout? No. You did I the didn't. lighter grout? Should have thought about that. But um, So I one day I was cleaning the cabinets with... Uh, Murphy's oil and water. And I thought, let me just try it on the floor, see if it works. I did not dilute it. I just put it on directly on the sponge, the oil, and I put it on the grout and it cleaned it. Wow. Because I guess it's, or oil soap, like it lifts grease too. It's like a Dawn. Right. And you can clean your cabinets with Dawn dish soap and, uh, and water also. But it, it lifted it right off. Wow. I mean, I just scrub a little bit, but it took it off. I want to try that because yeah. that, it makes me so mad that my Ugh. grout is discolored. And it was supposed to be the kind of grout that didn't stain uh-huh. and uh-huh. it still stained. I'm like glad I paid extra for that. Now, I would use maybe a hard scrub brush because I really, you know, had to push hard with my fingers and through the sponge it did not feel good. But it works. Okay. <laughs> well, that, I mean, and that's great. That's good to know. Yeah. And you always want to be careful because they always say don't use bleach on your grout. You don't want to like break it down and it starts to crumble and you don't mm-hmm. want that to happen. And I use the oil soap and it's gentle. I mean, you can use it on your wood. It's gentle enough. Right. So it, it did a great job. Fantastic. That's a good thing. Yes. So um, another thing, I, don't, I always get fresh eggs from the farm, uh-huh. uh, but I do also supplement for baking from the store. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get mixed up as to which eggs are older. Okay. So if you want to check, you can put salt water in a bowl 
and you can put your egg in it. And if the egg sinks to the bottom, it's good. If an egg floats, then it's not a good egg. Is it boiling water or just still water? No, just still water. Okay. Yeah, no, don't boil it. You'll have I mean, boiled eggs. eggs, right. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another one. So when we were talking about doing this, I sent Jenna a video mm-hmm. and I was mind blown by this <laughs> hack for no-show socks mm-hmm. that when my daughter-in-law and my um, other son's girlfriend came over on Sunday, I'm like, I have to show you this <laughs> because I don't buy no-show socks. Okay. I just have the ankle socks. Yes. But if you have cute little flat shoes yes. that you need to wear a no-show, and I am going to put this video on our Facebook page it's because essential. I was, I was mind-blown. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't believe this works. So you take an ankle sock. Mm-hmm. And you put it on, and then you start to pull it down towards your toes and flip it under so that yep. it's on the bottom and it's covering your toes and your heel. And you can wear, I have it on today. Like, you cannot <laughs> see my socks. I'm so excited. It is pretty impressive. I was impressed. I was shocked it worked. And, um, but you have to have like socks that actually come to the right. ankle, not so like you have the enough low. sock right. to use. And then this one. <laughs> I could not believe because I have cute ankle boots and they have the oh. open toe. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the open toe. Open toe. So you can't wear socks. Right. Right. But if it's a booty, so it's a closed mm-hmm. booty but has an open toe, you take the same kind of ankle sock and you make like five slits or four slits. Uh, I think it's four. Five. Five, five slits. Five slits. In the top <laughs> of the toe. And then you actually, then your toes will go through it and your rest of your foot is covered and you can wear your booty socks. That's like, it's great. It's so cool. It is. And then you don't have that like rubbing blister issue. And you don't, you don't have, have to go socks. out and buy socks for every stinking pair of shoes that you have. Right. Right? Right. I was super excited about that in case you can't tell. Yeah, that one's cool. I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have to post that video so people can see. Yeah. Yeah, because I did it. I'm like, look, girls, let me show you this. Look, this is so cool. <laughs> and they tried it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Katie tried it. Her her sock was too low profile. Mm. But like I said, if it goes up to the ankle, then yes. it'll work. So, And then the last one that I had is to remove wax out of the bottom of your, oh. of your candle Candles. jars. Okay. You freeze them. And once they're frozen, they're super easy to get the wax out that little bit of wax at the bottom but here's my question because i always th- i always see this and then i'm like okay but what about like a, a candle that jar that comes tighter at the top so you have the bottom piece mm-hmm. it's too big to get out the top. do they, you break it up yeah then okay you put it in the freezer and then you take a butter knife okay and you have to be careful because you don't want to pop the bottom of your candle right. holder right but yes i've done it okay i'm going to do that because i have a few candles that are at their end of their life and but i like the jars uh-huh and I'm like, oh, I could really, I would really like to keep those and like put another candle inside or something else. Yeah. I'll try it. And another thing for the freezer is if like you were talking about when you get um, a pan or something at the store and it has that sticker on oh, it. Oh, yes. So sometimes the big round sticker is like in the center of the frying mm-hmm. pan and you can't get it off. Mm-hmm. Freeze the pan for five minutes, take uh-huh. it out and it peels right off. That is, I wonder if that would work with the picture frame but they're different it's a different it's a different surface so yeah Yeah. but the dawn soap does work with that yeah so um and then the last one that i have (laughs) the last one this is another last one the last last one (laughs) vix vapor rub oh okay vix vapor rub has been around forever Mm -hmm. it's menthol it obviously helps with congestion yes if you have a sinus headache Mm. you can just breathe in 
the vapors mm-hmm. just from the jar. Okay. And it should help alleviate the headache. Uh, and you can also use it to ward off mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. You might ward off everybody else. You might ward too, off everybody but, else, but that's okay. But you can, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try it on my wrist. Yeah. Um, in the summer when I sit outside because mosquitoes always find me. Oh, Listerine's good for that too. You can spray it wherever you're sitting. Okay. Mix it in a spray bottle with water nice. and spray it around you. And it's supposed to keep them away. Okay. We'll try. Um, and then it helps lessen bruises and stretch marks. Mm. And oh, if I'd only known about that about 13 years ago. <laughs> me too. And um, if you have rough heels oh. on your feet, you can put Vicks Vapor Rub on it, on it. You can put on socks, go to bed, and in the morning it should be softened up. Nice. And that's my hack. That we are full of hacks. Full of them. And there's so many more, I'm sure, but that are the ones that we've covered. I think we did good. I think we gave everybody a lot of uh, and if you can't food, remember food all, for thought. <laughs> food for thought we will we'll put that on our facebook like different um concoction recipes Mm -hmm. and things like that and that video to do those socks because i'm telling you that's life-changing everybody's going to be doing it today i bet you or whenever they watch it we're going to (laughs) try so um but really to save money go out buy a huge thing of vinegar Mm -hmm. huge thing of dawn huge thing of baking soda keep it in the house they have so many uses yes that you know you won't even believe how much you use it and not only are you saving money that's amazing but you're also saving your house from having so many chemicals in them yep you know even you guys use febreze on the that you know febreze on your couches which you can do uh fabric softener and water but that's still chemical you can do natural oil and water for mm-hmm. a uh, like a peppermint and oil peppermint oil and water for a natural uh, furniture deodorizer instead of mm-hmm. using all those chemicals um, because I, it does cause allergies for dogs and cats if you use all that stuff all the time mm-hmm. remember little kids dogs cats pets are walking on your floors constantly mm-hmm. they're licking their paws. If you're using big chemicals, harsh chemicals, that's going into their body. They're right. ingesting that. That's a whole nother that's a whole podcast, podcast. But yeah. that's just my little tip for the day at the end here. Nice tip, Jenna Marie. <laughs> so our quote to get you through the rest of your week is, mm. it is not resources, but resourcefulness that ultimately makes the difference. Very so true. Hope you got some good information. And going forward, you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Namaste. Namaste.